Hello, Richie. Uh, thanks for coming on the This Day in Metal podcast today. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Time uh, coming on. So you're here on the podcast to talk about your your band, Elegant Weapons. Can you uh, tell me about the band a little bit? Is that what it is we're here to talk about? They told me it was something completely different. What's going on? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we've got a record coming out next. Hey, do you know what? It's this month. I can't believe it's May already. Where's the year going? I was going to say fast, next man. month there, um, but it's this month. Later on this month, uh, it's called Horns for a Halo. Uh, I've got Christopher Williams from Accept and Davey Rimmer from uh, Uriah Heap. Uh, in the band, along with Ronnie Romero. I've got Rex Brown on the record from Pantera, a little band that, you know, people might have heard of. Um, uh, yeah, might have. Might have, <laughs> might have heard of them. Uh, Scott Travis plays drums on the record. Again, uh, another band you might have heard of called Judas Priest. Um, Ronnie also sings on the record. So, uh, yeah, we've, we've got two uh, singles out at the moment. Uh, the third one comes out around the time of the the record release. Um, so that's basically it, really. We've got some live dates coming up in Europe in June and July, which we're very much looking forward to. I've just realised that's only next month, so I better get me, I better get me fingers working, better get, better, better learn the yeah. songs properly. Uh, so yeah, that's basically the um, the long and the short of it. We're uh, off this year with Priest, uh, so I was able to put some stuff together and, and put it out this year uh, and get on the road and do some dates with my own uh, band of reprobate. So that's basically the story so can you describe the sound of the the band like um what, yeah what it's of... like acid skiffle meets brit but no it's uh, i'm being silly today i've had too much coffee this morning it's no uh i mean there's there's no surprises really obviously my dna in priest uh as a priest guitar player uh it comes through and obviously my influences uh as a guitar player in priest you know, come through, you know, that, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Zach Wilde fan, huge Dave Murray fan. Uh, I mean, Maiden and Priest are part of my, my DNA, really, along right. with Michael Schenker, Jimi Hendrix, you know, Black Sabbath, you know, there's slices of Alice in Chains in there. Um, you know, all, all that stuff, really, that I think anyone that um, is aware of me and Priest has sort of picked up on throughout the last well, almost, I think it's about 12 years now in Priest. So all of those sort of things are contained in the DNA of the music that's coming across uh, with mm. Elegant Weapons, as it has been, as I said, in my contributions to Priest over the years. Anyway, if you look for it, you can hear those, those, um, oh. yeah, those influences in there for sure. Nice. What do you got? You got whiskey in there or what? What are you drinking in there? I, I know what's I in there. <laughs> I know what's in the morning. <laughs> So do you have a favorite track off the album? Uh, is anything catching you like that you like playing? And well, I'm terrible with favorites because if you if you pick one, there's other ones that you've left out. But um, I do like the, the third single that's coming out. My my hands a bit shaky. That's a bit worrying. Uh, the third single that's coming out from this record in a few weeks is a song called Horns for a Halo. Uh, uh, not horny for a halo that someone pointed out. No, it's not that. Uh, horns for a halo. Uh, it's um, really about the this 
you know, the, the, the question that we ask ourselves sometimes about the, the good and evil, you know, who are we? Are we the, are we the good? Are we the evil? Do we, are, are we known for the good that we do or the bad that we do? And when we're judged by whoever's at the pearly gates or whatever we believe in, um, do they see our horns, so to speak, or do they see our halos? That's basically the, the imagery behind it. And I, I like the song. It's got a kind of Black Sabbathy, Alice in Chains type feel, and there's some 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 cool metal riffage in the in the in the middle. So I like that song for the imagery it conjures up, the questions, and obviously the way it sounds. So you say you have some uh, European dates coming up uh, starting next month, is it? And do you plan on uh, touring America at all? Do you have anything set up to to come over here? Don't at the moment, but I'd love to. We're, we're, yeah, you're absolutely right. June, July, we're in Europe. We've got some dates with Pantera. Uh, we've got some dates with the Winery Dogs and Jared James Nichols, which are, Jared's a great friend of mine. We're looking forward to. That's going to be a guitar fest. It's going to be us, Jared, uh, Winery Dogs. Obviously, we've got Richie Cotson on guitar. Um, that's going to be a guitar fest. But obviously, beyond that, we're looking at opportunities in the states and beyond. Really, we, we're trying to take this band as far as we can around the globe before the priest machine, priest machine starts up once more, <laughs> as it will, you know, we're all in our respective bands still, you know, we're all still in Accept and Uriah Heap and Ronnie's doing some dates with Michael uh, at the moment, I think, um, you know, and, until we're not anymore. So and, until those bands are no longer with us, uh, we've got to fit it around that. So until you know, until those, until that stuff starts up again, we're going to try and put some dates around where we can, when we can, and with whoever we can. So watch this space. Um, so speaking of Scott Travis and, and uh, Rex Brown, did um, do you have any plans of them coming out touring with you with the band, or are they just basically there for the the uh, recording of the album? Exactly, they they were there for the record, and I was I'm you know incredibly grateful to them. Uh, for the contributions that they made to the record and, uh, you know, the playing and stuff. It's great. You know, I'm incredibly fortunate to be able to call up guys like that and say, hey, bro, can you, you know, they're they're friends of mine first and foremost. And to be able to call them up and say, can you play on the record is, uh, you know, I'm incredibly lucky and and grateful to them to be able to do that. And also you have, um, you did, you guys did a cover of the UFO uh, song, Lights Out. Um, how was that? How was that recording? That was it. Well, I, I mean, I'm intimately familiar with that song. Uh, you know, playing the bars and clubs of London and England, uh, and we played that song to maybe three or four people, tops. You know, uh, so <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was a favorite of mine. I'm a massive uh, UFO fan, massive Michael Schenker fan, um, mm. and I was toying around with a few cover ideas. Uh, for the record uh, and that was one of them and it seemed to fit the dynamic of the flow of the record it seemed to fit in the right place and have the right dynamic for that position in the album Um, also it's I think it's uh, different enough from the original in terms of the tuning's different and the solos are different uh, but it's kind of recognizable enough to the original Uh, so I think it kind of Sometimes people change covers too much, and sometimes they don't change them enough. So I think it's it's right on the line. It's it sounds like the original, but it's different enough to be its own thing. So for all those reasons, I thought I'd put it on there. But the main reason is I love UFO and Michael Schenker, so I thought I'd put it on right. there for that reason. 
That's awesome. So um, you say you plan on continuing the band, even when like you're doing Judas Priest. So you plan that you plan on doing another album, I assume. Yeah, we've actually started uh, putting down the groundwork for album number two. We're not not sure when that's going to be out. Obviously, the, the first one isn't even out yet. But you know, uh, we're creative people, um, and we had some time to start putting down the drums. So me, Christopher, and Davey got in a room and we, we put down the drums and we played together, put the drums down. Um, so yeah, it, it's always uh, it's a, always been a priority of mine really to have a band that grows and evolves. Uh, with the characters in the band, you know, as much as they want to be involved in it, it's, that's part of it, really. And um, as we know, you know, I joined Judas Priest when they were 40 years in. They're now over 50 years in. And we know the reality is, you know, one day I had a conversation with Glenn Tipton once and he said, you know, the band is not going to be around for 20, 25 years. And so it was it was in my mind then really to start thinking about what's gonna, what I'm going to do after Priest. Uh, so this is kind of um, laying the groundwork for that, really. What well, if the boys one day turn around and say, you know, we're going to call it a day? Then hopefully I've sown the seeds with elegant weapons, and we can we can carry on with that. Nice, that's awesome. So yeah, I'm really digging the the the, the songs on there. Um, really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, speaking of um, music in general, the Rock Hall came out today with their. Um, inductees for this year and uh iron maiden did not make it on the onto the list what what do you think about the rock hall and the bands who like that? cares you know what i mean who cares that made I, I think it's better that iron maiden isn't on there i don't think it matters i mean i've been, i've said this before this is nothing new that i've said i'm sure this will turn up somewhere because it always does but like I think the biggest accolade any band can have is touring the world for 40, 50 years with legions of passionate, dedicated, loyal fans with albums and a drive to put out new music and new tours and dedication to putting out quality and being able to do that, whether it's in on a club level or a stadium level, it doesn't matter. That's the integrity that Iron Maiden have always had and always will have. And if the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whoever that is, doesn't recognize that, then who cares? Exactly. The fans do. The music world knows that. And Iron Maiden will be around a lot longer in legend than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will ever be. And it might be controversial for me to say that because Judas Priest got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I didn't. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't I don't know if it matters that much anymore. So that's what I've got to say about that. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so there last year you went on stage with uh, KK and uh, Glenn too, right? And how 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 was that? You must have really, uh, that must have been a really unique and enjoyable experience for you. Uh, that was, it was fantastic. I mean, after everything I've just said, that was a fantastic experience. I mean, uh <laughs> Priest have always been known, obviously, for a two-pronged guitar attack, and that's right. that's the legend that is Judas Priest, you know, uh, on that front. Uh, so to be up there as part of a, a, a three-pronged, uh, you know, the three-pronged crown uh, was was just, I mean, I was just blessed to be up there playing with the band as part of the band, uh, you know, in 2023. You know, I was, I was just lucky to be there, really. Um, but it was great to meet Ken and play with Ken and, you know, I could hear him firing out through the, the guitar speakers next to me and it was great fun. And, uh, you know, as I said, everything I you know, just said about the rock hall, it was great to see artists like 
you know, Lionel Richie and um, Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart. Oh, and Dolly and yeah, I mean, it, you know, I, I'm a child of the 80s, man. So I grew up with all that stuff. So it was great yeah. to see all those artists there. And uh, it, it was it was a great night out for sure. Nice. So um, speaking of um, speaking of Judas Priest, what are the bands? Uh, what do you have? What's upcoming with the band? Uh, if I told you, I'd have to kit now. Um, <laughs> well, uh, for I this know, metal. <laughs> um, Judas Priest announced some UK dates um, for March 2024. Um, and we are putting the finishing touches on what will be the next studio album. Uh, when that's done, obviously, we have to mix it, we have to master it, then we have to manufacture it. So the three M's right there, the three M's. So mixing, mastering, manufacturing. And I know that vinyl is taking quite a while these days to, to get to get done. So that's out of our hands, really. So, uh, But as far as the recording process, uh, it's, it's almost completed and it's sounding stellar. You know, I was in Phoenix a few weeks ago with Andy and Rob and we were... You know, Andy was producing Rob, uh, Rob's vocals, and uh, you know, hearing that legendary voice on new Priest songs is, you know, just a, just great to be a part of. It's a, a blessing to be a part of something creative like that in in the Priest universe, putting new Priest songs into the Priest universe. You know that you know that the universe that, that contains the Sentinel and, and the Painkiller and the Tyrant and stuff like that. Mm. It's uh, it's a trip, man. It's uh, it's exciting for you guys to hear it. You need to tell Rob to. Uh, this is my ultimate uh, concert. Would be Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. So that that we really. So we gotta try well, let's to get hope that they get happen. in the rock hall. Then that will happen. Won't it? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> obviously, so it, I think that will be a lot of people's dream to to see uh, Maiden and Priest on a on a double bill. I think that will be the ultimate heavy metal um, billing. Uh, and then we should, we, we, but we should make it bigger. We should make it bigger than that. So it could be like. Maiden, uh, Priest, um, Saxon. It could be some more British heavy metal on there, and we could put it to the fans like as a vote of what you know what the what the lineup should be. It should be a right. big, uh, you know, a, a big thing. You know, spearheaded by Maiden Priest. Uh, uh, unfortunately, Sabbath aren't around anymore. Maybe they'd reunite for a couple of shows. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Motorhead aren't around anymore. That would have been a that would have been a great addition. That would have been awesome. Yeah, you know, maybe Diamond Head, we could have Diamond Head. I know um, Def Leppard were, you know, were they heavy metal once? I don't know if they are anymore, but, you know, they could. I don't know. Uh, it's a conversation <laughs> to be had anyway, you know. Right. So you say um, Andy Steve, he, he he worked on the, he was a producer on the record too, was he not? Uh, on the Elegant Weapons record and the Priest record, yes. Uh, right. Yeah, so obviously Andy was a no-brainer for me. Um, you know, I've been close with Andy for the last few years now, obviously doing the Priest uh, thing, both in the studio and live. We talk almost every day, me and Andy, about guitars or sounds or uh, Priest record or the Weapons album or whatever it may be. Um, but he he was a no-brainer in the sense that, obviously, he grew up on the same music that I did, but he's a producer in 2023, so it has to have a certain modern quality to the sound while also referencing those influences that i was just talking about so that's that's the nature of the music that i'm putting down it's got those influences but i'm aware that it's coming out in 2023 and andy 
and he's that guy. Um, so it was a no-brainer, really. When I was looking for a, a producer, uh, there was no one else, really, other than Andy Sneap, and he'll be doing the next one for me as well. Okay. So that's awesome. So the album comes out uh, May 26th, I believe, on Nuclear Nuclear um, Blast uh, Records. Um, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the new Priest uh, album. Um, I really appreciate coming on the show today. Um and I think that's about it for the for the interview. And I really appreciate for uh, you coming on. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for the support. And uh, when it, you know, I'll, you know, it'll be great to be back on when the next record's out, or the next priest record's out, or the next, you know, craziness is out, or the next tour, or whatever. So it'd be good to see you again in the future. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. Thank you, brother. Take care now. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye.